recording Orchestraville. Orchestraville? Where's that? You change, you change four score and seven to to eighty-seven. Oh, that view is tremendous. A landing was made this morning on the coast of France by troops of the Allied Expeditionary Force. I don't blame them for dyeing your hair, I said, but they waited too long to embalm it. Time now for spinning my dad's vinyl. Here with all his skips, scratches, and pops is my dad, Frank Baccarello. Thanks, sweetie, and thank you for tuning into episode 59 of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. And thank you, sweetheart, for joining me on this special Valentine's Day edition. When it comes to love songs, one of the voices I often think of first is Nat King Cole. His effortless style, smooth voice, and crystal clear lyrics have set the background for many romantic encounters over the years. So get ready to snuggle up to the one you love for volume 59, Nat's L-O-V-E, for Valentine's Day. Three little words Oh, what I'd give for that wonderful phrase To hear those three little words That's all I'd live for the rest of my days And what I feel in my heart They tell sincerely No other words can tell it I have so clearly Three little words Eight little letters which simply mean I love you What I feel in my heart They tell sincerely No other words can tell it I have so clearly Three little words Eight little letters Which simply mean I love you Simply mean I love you. And that's what Valentine's Day is all about. Those three little words. A song Jamie Farr and Mash started singing in one episode, but I think I drive Karen crazy with those references. Although not as bad as your Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy references you make. <laughs> Three Little Words is a popular song with music by Harry Ruby and lyrics by Bert Kalmar, published in 1930. The Rhythm Boys, including Bing Crosby, 
accompanied by the Duke Ellington Orchestra, recorded it on August 26, 1930, and that recording enjoyed great success. All right, so why this album? Well, this is the first of five Nat King Cole albums my dad has in his collection. And what better way to express your love for someone than by playing romantic music from one of the most romantic voices in recorded history. And I bet my mom played this album more than my dad did. And I've always liked listening to his music, so I was glad when Frank picked this record for this episode. I also associate Nat King Cole with Christmas, which is one of my favorite holidays. Next up, a song that comes with a funny story from our Las Vegas trip last year. Tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from Ipanema goes a-walking and the wind she passes each one, she passes goes ah. When she walks, she's like a samba that swings so cool and sways so gentle that the wind she passes each one, she passes goes ah. Oh, but I watch her so sadly. Tell her I love her Yes I would give my heart gladly But each day when she walks to the sea She looks straight ahead, not at me A Tall and tan and young and lovely the girl from evening goes a-walking and when she passes I smile but she doesn't see so sadly How can I tell her I love her Yes I would give my heart gladly But each day when she walks to the sea She looks straight ahead not at me Tall and tan and young and lovely The girl from Ipanema goes a-walking And when she passes I smile But she doesn't see When she passes I smile But she doesn't see She doesn't see She doesn't see One of my all-time favorite melodies, Girl from Ipanema. It's a Brazilian bossa nova jazz song that was written in 1962 by Antonio Carlos Jobim and Vinicius de Moraes. 
The first recording came in 1962 by Perry Ribeiro, but it only became a worldwide hit in 1964 with a version recorded by Estrude Gilberto and Stan Getz. In 1965, it won the Grammy for Record of the Year. It is the second most covered song in pop, missing out only to Yesterday by the Beatles, with versions recorded by the likes of Amy Winehouse and Ella Fitzgerald. It's also a song that kept popping uh, up on our Las Vegas trip this past October. For some reason, we were talking about an obscure piece of trivia. What was the music playing in the elevator when the Blues Brothers were on their way up to pay the tax money owed by the orphanage? Well, the answer is that Stan Getz instrumental version of the tune you just heard. Now, Karen was not familiar with the tune. I tried to sing it, but of course, I'm not much of a singer, so I would just have to wait to hear it to point it out to her, and boy, we didn't have long to wait. Now, one of the huge changes I've noticed in Vegas over the last few years is the dwindling dwindling actual talent shown by the street entertainers. I mean, we saw at least three people just standing there with huge speakers blaring and them not really doing anything. And at one point of the 11 days we were there, we were ascending one of the escalators towards one of the bridges, and I heard a lone sax over a very subtle pre-recorded background and he was wailing out Girl from Ipanema. And that's when I said to Karen, this is it. This is the song I was talking about. It. And boy, he was very talented. So I dropped a few dollars in his basket and told him he was the only one earning his money out here. Got to hear him a couple more times over the course of our travels up and down the strip that night as we moved along around town. All right, let's learn about the album I picked for this episode. Nat King Cole L-O-V-E. It's on the Capitol Records label, number T2195. It's a vinyl LP album mono format released in 1965. Its genre is jazz, and its style is easy listening. Now I'm going to have Karen read the liner notes. Whether you spell it out or blend it all together, L-O-V-E, when Nat King Cole sings about it, becomes something really to fall in love about. Almost everybody has an acquaintance with love, but he has made a musical institution of it. In this new album, Nat gives the subject of all the warm, swinging feeling it deserves, and Ralph Carmichael gives Nat plenty of bright, exuberant background music to match. Love, it is said, makes the world go round, and here to love's foremost musical ambassador adds new joy and new happiness to each romantic spin. All right, let's take a look to see what Discogs.com has valued this album at. And the lowest comes in at 79 cents. The highest comes in at one of the highest that I've seen any of my dads valued at, and that is $180. And that makes it a median of $10. A copy of eBay, on eBay was $56.95, and also Amazon valued this album well at one copy for $60. Now, my dad's record is in poor shape. It's pretty scratchy and hissy, but it doesn't take away too much from the quality of the music. The album cover is also in poor condition, only because there seems to be a stain on the front cover that doesn't go with the artwork. Other than that, it's in good condition because there's no green streak or that traditional address label that my dad usually has on this one. So I think I will value my dad's record at a quarter. All right, how did this woman get with me? Well, 
she was quite the coquette. Tell me why you keep fooling little coquettes Making fun of the ones who love you Breaking hearts you are ruling little coquettes True hearts tenderly dreaming of you Someday you'll fall in love like I fell in love with you Maybe someone you love will just be fooling when you're all alone with only regret You know, little coquette, I love you So my life will be in your 
keeping awake and sleeping, laughing, weeping longer than always is a long, long time, but far beyond forever you'll be mine. I know I never lived before. And my heart is very sure No one else could love you more I know I never lived before And my heart is very sure No one else could love you Guadero Nel Cuore, or I Will Look in Your Heart, later released under the international title and more pronounceable, More. It's a pop song adopted from a film score written by Riz Ortolani and Nino Olivero for the 1962 Italian documentary film Mondo Kane. The composers originally wrote the melody as an orchestral arrangement that served as the film's theme music. Italian lyrics were provided by Marcello Corcellini, uh, which were adapted into English by Norman Newell. It has since become a pop standard. And before that, we heard Coquette. It's a 1928 Foxtrot jazz standard. It was composed by Johnny Green and Carmen Lombardo. Yes, Guy's brother, with lyrics by Gus Kahn. Guy Lombardo and the Royal Canadians had great success with the song in 1928, By the way, coquette means flirtatious woman. (laughs) Okay, let's learn a little about this episode's featured artist, Nat King Cole. Cole was born on March 17, 1919 in Montgomery, Alabama. Known for his smooth and well-articulated vocal style, Cole actually started out as a piano man. He first learned to play around the age of four with help from his mother, a church choir director. The son of a Baptist pastor, Cole may have started out playing religious music. In his early teens, Cole had formal classical piano training. He eventually abandoned classical for his other musical passion, jazz. Earl Hines, a leader of modern jazz, was one of Cole's biggest inspirations. At 15, he dropped out of school to become a jazz pianist full-time. Cole joined forces with his brother Eddie for a time, which led to his first professional recordings in 1936. He later joined a national tour for the musical review Shuffle Along, performing as a pianist. The following year, Cole started to put together what would become the King Cole Trio, the name being a play on the children's nursery rhyme. They toured extensively and finally landed on the charts in 1943 with That Ain't Right, penned by Cole. Straighten Up and Fly Right, inspired by one of his father's sermons, became another hit for the group in 1944. The trio continued its rise to the top with such pop hits as the holiday classic The Christmas Song and the ballad I Love You for Sentimental Reasons. By the 1950s, Cole emerged as a popular solo performer. He scored numerous hits with such songs as Nature Boy, Mona Lisa, Too Young, and Unforgettable. In the studio, Cole got to work with some of the country's top talent, including Louis Armstrong and Ella Fitzgerald, and famous arrangers such as Nelson Riddle. He also met and befriended other stars of the era, including popular crooner Frank Sinatra. 
Cole made television history in 1956 when he became the first African-American performer to host a variety TV series. The Nat King Cole Show featured many of the leading performers of the day, including Count Basie, Peggy Lee, Sammy Davis Jr., and Tony Bennett. Unfortunately, the series didn't last long, going off the air in December 1957. Cole blamed the show's demise on the lack of a national sponsor. The sponsorship problem has been seen as a reflection of the racial issues of the times, with no company seemingly wanting to back a program that featured African-American entertainers. Since his death, Cole's music has endured. His rendition of The Christmas Song has become a holiday classic, and many of his other signature songs are frequently selected for film and television soundtracks. His daughter, Natalie Cole, also carried on the family profession, becoming a successful singer in her own right. In 1991, she helped her father achieve a hit after his death. Natalie recorded his hit, Unforgettable, and put their vocals together as a duet. Now back to music with one of Nat King Cole's Torch songs. How I love to love you How I love to kiss you How I love to have you For my very own Will you ever want me The way I've wanted you Then say you'll always be with me till life is through How I'd love to love you There's no one above you Let my arms enfold you Through the coming years Though my lonely heart will Always sing this song Darling, how I'd love to love you from now on I'd Love to Love You, written by Joe Bailey. And now time for this episode's interesting side note. And we're going to go back to that famous girl for this one. The Girl from Ipanema is one of the most famous songs from Brazil, capturing an innocent crush on a local karaoke girl. The song was written by Antonio Carlos Jobim and Vinicius de Moraes in 1962, with Jobim behind the music and Moraes wistfully coining the lyrics, but these lyrics weren't the result of a strong imagination. The girl from Ipanema really does exist. 
The inspiration for the song came while the two songwriters sat in a cafe bar called Veloso in Ipanema in the early 1960s. Every day they would see a beautiful young girl walk by while out shopping or on her way to the beach. The two men were enchanted by her beauty and used their crush on this local girl as a source of inspiration for their new song. The song was originally composed for a musical comedy written by Moraes and had the name Manina du Passa, or The Girl Who Passes By. It was later rewritten to the version that is known today. So who was the girl that inspired such beautiful lyrics? She was Heloisa Enyara Menezos Peas Pinto, who was just 17 years old at the time. The girl from Ipanema was also used during the opening ceremony of the 2016 Olympics in Rio, which consequently led to the song being streamed on Spotify an incredible 40,000 times a day, seeing it once again entering the Billboard charts in the U.S. And now the title track of the album. L is for the way you look at me O is for the only one I see V is very very extraordinary E is even more than anyone that you adore can love is all that I can give to you love is more than just a game for two two in love can make it take my heart and please don't break it love was made for me and you A game for two Two in love can make it Take my heart and please don't break it Love was made for me and you Love was made for me and you Love was made for me and you L-O-V-E. The song was composed by Burt Camfort with lyrics by Milt Gabler and produced by Lee Gillette for this album. The trumpet solo was performed by Bobby Bryant. This song had previously appeared as an instrumental track on Camfort album Blue Midnight, 1964. 
Well, we hope you enjoyed this album as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. I think Nat King Cole, his music, and my love by my side, says all you need to know that this was a Valentine's Day episode. And I'm sure my parents spent plenty of time snuggling to this music. So, let's finish up with what I think Karen is. She walks like an angel walks She talks like an angel talks And her hair has a kind of curl To my mind, she's my kind of girl She's wise like an angel's wise With eyes Like an angel's eyes And her smile Like a kind of pearl To my mind She's my kind of girl Pretty little face oh, That face just knocks me off of my feet Pretty little feet, she's really sweet enough to eat. For she looks like an angel looks. She cooks like an angel cooks. And my mind's in a kind of a world. Cause to my mind, she's my kind of Just knocks me off of my feet Pretty little feet She's really sweet enough to eat Man, she looks Like an angel looks And she cooks Like an angel cooks And my mind In a kind of world to my mind She's my kind of girl And my heart Kind of full of joy Cause she told me I'm her kind of boy My kind of girl Her kind of boy My kind of girl I get to spend another Valentine's Day with My Kind of Girl. My Kind of Girl is a 1961 song written by Leslie Briscue and originally released by Matt Monroe. Monroe's version reached number five on the UK's record retailer chart, while a version by Frank Sinatra and Count Basie reached number 35 the following year. And there you have selections from one of the most romantic voices you will ever hear. So thanks. 
for tuning into Volume 59, Nat's L-O-V-E for Valentine's Day, however you did. If you want more information about this show, head over to SpinningMyDad'sVinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops for Volume 60, Glenn in Orbit. So until then, go Go with with the the flow, flow, my my friends. friends.